So uh, Hannah and I went airsofting today. Did you? Turns out, even I can make noob mistakes, like uh, rocking up to an airsoft game without my play carrier. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> ah, it was a, it was an interesting moment. So, welcome to the, what was we called again? Not a clue. Jesus, guys, it's Jiraga Airsoft. Hey guys, uh, welcome to The Safe Zone. This is a Jiraga Airsoft podcast. It's a show where we're going to chat about our experiences, other people's experiences, and general shenanigans in Airsoft. If you want to get involved, because this is a conversation after all, Drop us a message on our Facebook page, reply to our Facebook comments, or send us a DM on Instagram, which you'll find at the end of the show. I'm Joski, and today I'm joined by... Chris. George. Hannah. Uh, and because this is the very first episode of this podcast, we're going to give you a little bit of a background into who we are, what got us started, and why we still do Airsoft all these years later. Oh, well, how many years is that, Joe? Oi. For you, it's a lot. <laughs> yes, I am aware. Chris, I'm going to start with you. How did you get into Airsoft in the first place? I got into Airsoft because of you, Joe. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's convenient. So did I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, look. Wait, so, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, I was started off at oh, a stag do for, um, for obviously my wedding. Uh, fucking hell, I've gone brain fart. You're like, did I get yeah. married? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it was a stag do. Who's over? Tune into episode three. My depression. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, yeah. So Joe convinced me after my stag do. He's like, "Oh, Chris, you don't need to play paintball. You need to play airsoft." So I popped down with him down at Matlock Combat Games, and yeah, the rest is history. Really, on that. How long ago was that, Chris? Because like, you. We're talking about five I, years. I was going to say because I, I remember your years. wedding, but I do not remember. I can't figure out how long ago that was. Oh, long time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so sad. Hey, hey, hey. She's lovely. <laughs> it, it was all a blur. <laughs> uh, well, Hannah, what about you? What, what kind of how long have you been playing? Uh, about six years-ish. Uh, I got together with Lewis about seven years ago who introduced me to Airsoft. Um, at first, I badgered him before we got together about uh, using his guns in photo shoots because I thought it would be really cool. You know, I had no idea about airsoft or, you know, about rec uh, like replica imitation firearms. I was just like, guns, films, epicness. And then, uh, and then so it happens that we actually really liked each other and we got together and we play airsoft together. Do you yeah. still play together like fairly often? Uh, I would like to play together more often, but our lives just don't meet, uh, like line up sometimes. Uh, but if he's playing, I try and make an effort to at least be there, whether filming, taking photos, or playing myself. That's quite cool. I, I like the fact that you've got someone else to go fairly regularly with. I think, I mean, Chris, you'll probably agree, it's... It's a little bit difficult having a partner who doesn't airsoft and doesn't really get it. But then the other side is that um, that is your hobby and your partner has their hobby and then you do you have other hobbies yeah. that you do together. Yeah, fair. But no, then that's, that's, that's the other side is that why the hell are you spending so much money on guns? You know, she doesn't, like, whoever doesn't understand the what draws you to that, etc. You ha always have to um, explain yourself. Exactly. Uh, George, so we'll, we'll continue the theme then. Uh, we, we know a little bit about how you got into Airsoft, but tell us a bit more. Uh, well, okay. All right. So I was always into BB guns as a kid. We're going way back, you know. Let's uh, <laughs> go back to child George. Uh, I really like BB guns. I, I went to, oh, I don't think I've said this on anything before either. I went to Bulgaria and uh, <laughs> I came back from Bulgaria smuggling like really crappy electric blowback uh pistols there were oh, there were sema pistols oh wow i mean i was about to say i don't think you've ever told me this story and I, uh, actually well no, i'm pretty sure you've mentioned you smuggled stuff before yeah well and and, 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 <laughs> and like actually even <laughs> even even beyond that um it was those electric pistols uh that 
kind of led me and you onto a conversation about airsoft because I said that I'd got these pistols. I hadn't mentioned I brought them back from Bulgaria, but I said that I got these and I was like, oh, they, they blow back and everything. It's really cool. And you were like, uh, no. <laughs> like, maybe you should come and just have a look at, at my uh, TM Colt uh, 1911 <laughs> and uh, we'll really have a look at yeah. it. And that was it. And, and so I'd looked at yours and I was like, oh, this... BB gun thing is actually an airsoft thing, and an airsoft thing is really freaking cool. Uh, and so, 18th birthday, um, I saved up that whole summer, dropped a grand uh, at midnight. <laughs> as soon as I turned 18, I was like, take my money! <laughs> Did not waste any time. <laughs> no, no, but as much as I could. Uh, did the, the complete new player thing. Spent as much as I could on as much as I could. And I just I didn't do too much research. I found a really reasonably priced um, site. I got them all imported from, uh, I believe it was China at that point. Uh, and yeah, I had uh, kind of a, a loadout of like three or four or five guns straight away. Fair. And now you've got half an armory. Uh, not half. I, I think well, I'm about yeah, three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Three quarters okay. of an armory. Yeah. Uh, but but I so but I got into it ten years ago, right? And you got me into it. So ha actually, how long have you been playing? Uh, well, so we I sort of figured this out because we've been saying for ages that it's been about ten years, and I sort of did the math and figured things out. It's actually about fourteen years in total I've been playing airsoft, uh, on and off. There have been bits where I've had a lull and haven't played for a couple of years and whatever. But yeah, it's about fourteen years. In That's total. a now, long that time. Does make me feel old. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you are. Oi. <laughs> I am not the oldest person here. What it, so how how did that's you get true. into it, though? That's that's the thing that we've never like really gone into. No, we haven't. Um, to be fair, it was a, a group of friends that I used to work with. Um, so before I got into the Leisure Centre, before you met me, I started Airsoft through paintball. So I did some paintballing. Uh, I know it is a bit of a swear word, but a lot of people seem to go down this route. They start paintball. And Historically. Yeah, and it just sort of develops into something a bit better. And I'd always been attracted to paintball guns that were replicas of real ones. So I still have my very first paintball gun. Do you really? And yeah, yeah. Uh, for those people who know a little bit about paintball, it was an Armatech WG65. So it was a paintball gun that was modelled after an M4. Uh, for any uh, listeners out there who have no idea what that is, don't worry. The three of us don't either. Yeah, nope. don't worry about nope. it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looked really cool at the time, but obviously it fired paintballs, so there are certain things that didn't really match up. And then as we sort of played paintball, and we did paintball now and then, we sort of went, we want to do this a bit more realistically, and I discovered Airsoft. I did a very similar thing to you. I spent a grand in one go, bought my TM1911 that you're aware of, bought my TM M14, which was... Still going strong, still a lovely piece, and a. Well, it's going. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, hey, it's still in one piece. So it's looking pretty <laughs> yeah, well. That's true. Uh, that's, that's better than some of my guns. <laughs> uh, and I think I bought. I think it was a TM as well, but it was a Glock 26 Advanced, which was the one with the longer barrel and bits. But yeah, so that was my initial armory. That was about 14 years ago. So, I mean, that's that's pretty strong. Uh, I started with a bunch of JG. Um, stuff and a JGS system, a JG M4 A1 carbine. Uh, mm. I had oh my very first actually. Um, I think you mentioned it on the video intro that we've done. Um, was a oh I can't remember. I think I think the company's discontinued now, but it was a transparent gas blowback <laughs> M9. Oh, it was, wasn't it? And that was the one that you um you sprayed it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I actually you actually take a breath. No, to be fair, to be fair, um, like you hold your hands up, you hold your hands up. I sprayed almost all of my guns. I mean, that is uh, good. yeah, all of them went black very quickly after purchasing them, and uh, this was just as uh, what we now call Yukara came in. Yeah, didn't you buy? Didn't you start though before Yukara was a thing? Because I know I did, and I, was, uh, I didn't no, think you'd been around no. that long. I, I, I uh, that was the year uh, okay. that the VCRA okay. Um, okay. was was put into place because i i had this whole plan um so i said uh, bb guns were a thing right 
and um, I had a whole business plan in mind where <laughs> I where I found a wholesaler and I was going to buy a ton of these um, like really cheap BB guns uh, and sell them off at a profit. It was going to be really small money, but um, I had enough interest from like people that I knew and I, I kind of put together a uh, business brochure and I was like, hey, I went to my mom and I was like, hey, here is a business plan. Here is the the product that I'd like. Here is my customer base. Can you fund the the first round of this? Uh, I, mean, I mean, that's that's quite a decent business head on you there. That's... Hey, I was I was on it as a yeah, as yeah. A, like seventeen year old. The problem is, uh, the VCRA, uh, the Violent Crime Reduction Act, then came into play literally just as uh, before I could put that into practice. Gave you a big slap around the face and mm. went, "Nope, you can't do that." Uh, it's yep. probably a good thing as well. Uh, thinking about it. I mean, yeah, fair. In the long run, is probably a, probably a good thing. Um, but uh, so we talked about our guns, Chris. What did what did you start with? Because um, that's the good five five years on from anything that we did. So it's probably a different market. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I started off with the G and G Raider CM sixteen nice. L, as it were. Um, I crack it. I crack him. Gun. I still still till they say it still keeps kicking. It's still going. Um, other than obviously the rails falling off, but it's plastic. <laughs> that cheap cheap polymer over years of abuse. <laughs> I didn't look it after it. It seems to have done you really lie. well, though. Oh yeah, it's it survived so much. I mean, where where we all first started. I mean, Joe, you could explain all this. Is like obviously, we all ended up going off after we got played our games. It was like, oh, we're gonna get our first guns. Yeah, it'd be great. And like, loads of us all got like different guns from like GMP to other brands and TMs and stuff, and my one was literally working fine straight out of the box, where the others were having problems and technical <laughs> issues. So, I mean, I was chuffed a bit. To, to be fair. And mine was the cheapest one at the budget. <laughs> yeah, you, no, you're spot on, and that's I think that's the best thing, particularly with brands like G&Gs. They work out a really nice gun for people who have never done it before, and it just worked for you, didn't it? And it's worked for years. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's still, still worked. Now, other, other than I've had to change a spring in it, that was yeah, it. Yeah, but you learn, don't you? Then that's a way to <clears> teach you as well, because the, everything, the internals are really simple. It just it just goes yeah. together. What is it that you called it? The Wombat. The Wombat. <laughs> the Wombat Machine. <laughs> wombat Machine. <laughs> and then what were you running for a sidearm? Did you have a sidearm? I didn't until after about like two, 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 three, yeah, but two years. And it was I picked that up on a... A Christmas. You sale. went two years without a sidearm. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, well, that's kind of like one of them things. I didn't really need it. I was playing woodland sites, so I never actually really gotcha, had CQB. Yeah. So it kind of never was a necessity. It was kind of one of them cool mm-hmm. things to have just to plink around. But yeah. Yeah. My uh, sidearm, I think Lewis got it for me. Like, I didn't ask for it. Just saying. It's a lovely thought of him. It got it for me, I don't know, I want to say like a year ago now. I think it's come out on site for like three games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just don't think to... Or he takes it with, like he takes it to site. But like when I'm kitting up, I'm like, right, gun, mags, iPro. That's it. I'm done. Walks off to site. And he's like, for God's sake, I buy you these things. Use them. Just, I just don't well, think and to... what, what is it? Do you know, do you know what it is? Uh, a PPQ and it's pink and black. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. very nice. I, yeah. I, see, I love I love the P- PPQ. I think it's an absolutely gorgeous platform. I started liking it after I uh, looked at, uh, to be fair, Hannah's, actually, at the... Uh, <laughs> it's the pink, um, right? The pink did it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anything in the pink. So on, on that, though, Hannah, what's your primary... Uh, a oh my god, a ARP nine black orchid with a drum mag, which also happens to have a lot of pink in it, which is amazing. I mean, the pink on those. Oh. Well, we were we were at a national airsoft uh, festival once, right? And we we were literally looking at a black orchid G and G GR twenty four twenty five one of those. Um, and we were looking at it and and we were joking. We we're like, hey, up, we want to go for that. I was genuinely tempted. But- you weren't the only one. I don't. I'm sure. I think we were joking outwardly, but internally, we were both <laughs> yeah, obviously going. You've now just come out of the closet about oh, ARP well, nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's no, it's the pink and black. It, you know, oh, it's, okay. it's that okay. combo. You know, it works. Okay. And that type of pink as well, that really bright, like metallic fuchsia, is just really nice. Mm-hmm. It suits them. It's the inner emo kids. Yes. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Don't knock the emo kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, because they might do something about it. 
<laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. that's, that's, that's a, and that's such a not not a mean joke to make. <laughs> like <laughs> you say that, but you know we're learning a lot about you now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> from from Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's all coming out. This podcast is going to be bad for my reputation. <laughs> <laughs> what reputation? Anyway, uh, so Hannah, we've heard a little bit about Chris's first game with it being after his stag do and getting into it that way. Uh, how did? You, what was your first game like, if you can remember anything from it? Um, first game. Uh, yeah, cool. Rocked up with Lewis. Lewis is like been playing for like four years already. He looks like dope. He's a pro. He's got all the cool gear. And then you like put me next to him and there's me and like uh, trousers bought from like a uh, um, like a cadet shop. Some brown and blue quencher boots from Decathlon a black i don't know maybe like m4 gun and a black mesh mask with my hair sticking out the top all over the place i was a beautiful sight <laughs> I, I i like that image you've done really well <laughs> and uh yeah and like i remember looking at me and being like oh i just feel i just feel silly and then like you look at lewis and he's like in tan he's in a rig he looks boss and i'm like yeah that's that's where I want to be. <laughs> I, I think everyone has that little bit, though, don't they? When they first turn up, if, particularly if they're going with someone who's already been. Yeah, yeah. I think I can remember, Chris, I don't think it was your first Airsoft game. I think it was your stag do, but I remember turning up and everyone was putting on the coveralls they give you for paintball. Because the boiler suits. Paintball, yeah. Uh, and I decided that I was going to be that guy, and I turned up in my airsoft camo gear so i had the trousers and shirt <laughs> i brought my i think it was a vest i was wearing at the time like a um assault vest i was like yeah i'm gonna be cool and i just stuck out like a sore thumb <laughs> everyone like, like going ah him him yeah yeah do we no have him on your team let us shoot him that's <laughs> but he's <Yeah>. the target <laughs> yeah I uh, I also remember feeling quite silly about shouting here and put my hand up. I mean, I did it, but I felt like this, like it just felt really alien, and like uh, it took a some bit time. To, yeah, just took some time to get used to. Bearing in mind, like I've never played paintball before, so the whole kind of shooting people, um, I wasn't a big game reaver. Shooting people was kind of quite new. Deliberately shooting people, yeah. and making it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's never come across in my life before. And like just like the you know, I felt I don't know, parts of it felt a bit silly and a bit weird to me. But then, you know, after like three games you kinda of like, Yeah, this is <laughs> You're gonna get hit now. <laughs> yeah. No no, it wasn't the getting you... hit. It Did... was no, no, it was the like... the taking yeah. the hit and shouting hit really loudly and putting your hand up. Guys, so being really outwardly. Yeah. Which yeah. And I guess I guess actually that's something that a lot of new players feel, right? Because yeah. actually they're a little bit timid about the fact that they've not done well in their their eyes. Yeah. Uh, and so you do see a lot of people just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. But then, however, today when filming, I've got this big ass camera rig. I'm in a high vis. I'm filming people. I get hit, and I, I shout hit, and then the four guys I'm filming just look at me and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like wait wait i'm not <laughs> i'm not playing <laughs> but yeah, it's so just there's, it's there's just a, like a, an, an instinct that, right? now yeah yeah it's that auto reaction of kicking in yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> it's just now becoming instinctual than than like weird i think that's a big thing and that shows with experience as well you do get it i think george you just said it's very different from new players where you do get them just sort of sl quietly raising their hand and hit i'm hit whereas now those of us who've been doing it for a long time it's no just shout who cares doesn't matter yeah and i think a part of that comes down to like how good or how um outward the people telling you to take your hits are so if you get like that clear example at the start of your first game and you know you see someone shout throw their hand up it's really clear what you're supposed to do um you feel a little bit more empowered to kind of do that um, but if you are at a site with tons of regular players, they often the the safety briefs are not as detailed as as you know 
they used to be because it's more mainstream now and because they're not as detailed they're not as explicit and so it's almost an embarrassing thing to, to kind of throw your hands up yeah yeah i think and pe- people just think is, is this exactly what i'm supposed to do because you may not yeah. have seen it mm-hmm. yeah and if you're the first person to get hit you're, you're kind of like what do i do what am i really supposed to do in this instance yeah uh, but Chris, how was yours then? Your first experience? Because I think <laughs> this brings us on quite nicely because you've got a bit of a story around this. Uh, don't you? Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I like to point out I, I do take my hits now. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but, yeah. that's a good way to start any story. That's <laughs> yeah. like, just like starting a story and going, yes, I am guilty. <laughs> uh, I have made my crimes. Um, yeah, so I learning from paintball. Um, I decided to bring with me my large, thick hoodie. Um, during the midway through the game, I me, me and this other player, it was a, good, like, a couple of yards away from each other, sat there shooting. And I, I literally was thinking, oh, God, he's standing still, still shooting. So I just sat there, literally full auto the crap out of him. Um, it wasn't until he obviously he took the hit, he kind of looked at me and was like, I did hit you there a good few times. I was like, no, no, you didn't, you didn't. And I was like, no, no, I didn't feel a thing, didn't feel a thing. And then my buddy Jeb looked at me and just went, Chris. You were just bouncing off you like a juggernaut. <laughs> oh, what the hell was you doing? He said, I, I was watching you and they were literally bouncing off. And I was like, no, there wasn't. And as I put my hands in my hoodie pocket, I could feel the BBs in my pockets. <laughs> and I was like, oh my you God. just absorbed them. Like... <laughs> I was literally running for ages thinking, I'm really good at this game. I think it's amazing. I'm a pro. It's like, forget you professionals. I'm going to go full YouTube on this. <laughs> you basically cheated. Did you like, what was what happened? Was there a, a result of that? He he's now banned from that site. <laughs> yeah, um, this this is the only reason I can do podcasts. I'm I'm not allowed to go to games. I'm banned worldwide. <laughs> I've got membership at the Green Mountain Rangers. I mean, it's all great. <laughs> uh, we should point out he is joking on all of that. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So I went back to the safe zone at the end of the game. Uh, went up to the guy and I had to play apologized to him completely i was like really sorry i really messed up didn't realize that this hoodie was too fit and he said no don't worry about it buddy it all happens to all of us at least you know now and we actually got really on really on well with him he's actually quite a really nice bloke and i see him regularly at the site but yeah so from that moment i ripped that hoodie off and that was it then from like a t-shirt and jeans and that was it perfect <laughs> and i felt i felt it and then i know about it and it's and it's so, odd yeah, because that... actually i i think that hoodie um aspect we all all say go in something thick but actually yeah you're right it doesn't impact you as much as like say paintball would Mm -hmm. so your brain just you you go for protection the hits are actually they're good right to have a hit every now and then to feel it and to Mm -hmm. i however do not go for protection i just heat up too quickly so i'm always just running around in a t-shirt and a rig and then i'm not gonna gonna lie um i'm with hannah on this one as well i the amount of running around, it just gets so hot. If I wore yeah. a jumper, I'd, I'd die. I'm often the only one with bare arms at a game day. Wow. Yeah. How did I mean, you get those hardcore. arms? Did you, like, kill the bear or...? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll Barely. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> nice. Just for you guys uh, listening to this, we do have to put up with George making these jokes all the time. Yeah, so yeah. Do, and actually, uh, sympathy, please. In all of the all of the content that I make, I try and keep it out. So, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, but this is a conversation, and therefore, I get to, to put, put it up back with in. Your bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, then go on. Tell us about yours. Your first game. I, I know what, game. all about it, or I know a bit about it anyway. But, yeah, well, well you uh, were there. The <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Funny that. Uh, we we went to uh, Joe. You and I went to Peterborough, and we played at Urban Assault. Uh, I went there again recently. Yeah. Um, it was back then. Um, it's such a an interesting site. So if you haven't been there, uh, it's and it's an urban environment, right? There are loads of buildings around. Um, the the buildings are uh, range from like really small little sections to huge uh, two story uh, kind of. They call it an embassy and a police station. Um, and you get to bound through, but then there's also a lot of outdoor area. Um, so you get a good mix of environments and it was really, um, it was really fun to kind of go and play there for the first time because you had, uh, loads of different rooms. So you had the room clearing aspect, which, uh, you don't get in Woodland. Uh, you had to bound across to different, um, places, uh, different, um, buildings, 
So you had to uh, cover ground whilst under fire. So you got that aspect of it all. Um, but it was also uh, brand new um, for us, not the site. The site was run down as, as hell and still is, but it's still a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm, I'm currently looking at a photo, Joe, uh, oh, yeah. of us on, on my first game. Uh, is this one that I may have already put up on Instagram? Or that that is the one. That one. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so Lord. Yeah, nice thing is that you know at least we look younger. <laughs> uh, yeah, on that one. Is that the one where have you got braces in that picture? Oh my god, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hadn't even noticed that yeah yeah that's that's how young he was people uh i've got no beard i've got uh braces uh, i have long shaggy hair um not quite <laughs> just... as shaggy as your squirrely head though no, no, uh... just on that note um i don't think we were old enough to be able to grow a beard at that point <laughs> no no you're right. absolutely right I'm... you're still blue peter badger <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um I'm running uh, a JGS system with a long su- uh, suppressor on the end of a long barrel. It's ridiculous. Uh, but I remember... I rem- yeah, it, that was pretty much it. But I, I remember thinking at the time, I want it to be as hitman-y lo- uh, as a look as possible. So I created what I could out of what I had. Um, uh, so with the Blue Peter badge, yeah? <laughs> Here's some I made earlier. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! I've just realised I'm also rocking fingerless leather gloves. Oh, oh. leather! <laughs> were oh, they my. Um, cycling gloves that you <laughs> sort of yeah, went? Oh, were. I'm sure I'm going to wear those. <laughs> yeah, they were. I, I remember that, and I remember, th- <laughs> I remember thinking at the time, "That's really cool. I should do that." Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, well, I, mean, I didn't. I think I think you made the wise decision looking back at this now. Um, you didn't. You didn't own one of them flame shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. With a, I had a, I had a medallion that I you know, hung from <laughs> just over my uh, wife beater vest as well. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'm running. Um, was it DPM? Uh, just, just overalls, uh, regular. Yeah. A Viper, I think it's a Viper at that point, a Viper uh, tactical vest. And then um, we all know it is coming, and we all know that I did it. I was wearing <laughs> Converse's. <laughs> Pro tip for everyone, do not wear Converse when you turn, go turn... Unless Will Smith wears <laughs> Unless Will Smith wears them. <laughs> And they are, they are leather Converse's. Yeah, that's... Oh, uh... oh. Matching the leather gloves. Yeah, leather... Basically, just... Really liked leather, apparently. <laughs> really tying the outfit together, I think. <laughs> Just making sure that everything's on point. You've got the style there. But it's, how yeah. cool did you feel? Uh, at the time, I felt absolutely phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> and the, like, not only not only with the way that we looked, um, it was me, Joe, and there was another guy who I think was called Chris. Um, His name was Chris. Not the and, same Chris, unfortunately. But And uh, we were there, and I don't know, at that point, you know, it's still quite a niche thing. No one really knew about it. We thought we were the dog's bollocks. Um, we we took a ton of guns. And I remember there's another photo, Joe. Can you remember it? Uh, the photo from on top of the crates with all of our guns out. That's the one? Yeah. That's all the one. of yeah. the guns out. Do you want to that, describe it? Uh, that one, just as a reference, that one may make, be making an appearance fairly soon. So keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, nervous laughter. Um, we had, oh god, what was in that photo? Uh, your S system, my M14, we had a couple of shotguns, which I think we paid about £20 each for. They were definitely the £20 spring shotguns. £20 shotguns, yep. I still have mine, it still shoots. Um, I don't think I've, yeah, 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 still shoots. I gave it a spray because I thought it'd look really cool in different colours. It doesn't. (laughs) But, there you go. A uh, couple of pistols. We've got my 1911 on there. I think is that the one with your high capper on there? Uh, no, I don't believe I have my high capper at that point. I had the uh, the M9, which I did, spl- did. spray black, so that was there. Yep. Um, uh, there was also oops. your um, your space gun. Oh my XM8, yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, the XM8 is also named the fish gun. Um, it looks a little bit like <laughs> uh... fish. I mean, yeah, especially with the way that you sprayed it. 
Hey, hey. Hey, no, no. You you literally sprayed it uh, as if it was scales on a fish. Yeah. Uh, you've got... It's black, tan, uh, silver, black, silver, tan, black. It, it just looks like a shimmering fish in a... In a like... I thought it was cool at the time. All right. It's going Navy Seal. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'll, t- I'll tell you uh-huh. what, need, if it got thrown in the sea, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be remiss. <laughs> and thinking that it was uh, just a, a like I don't know a cod, a cod in the sea. Yeah, well, wherever. <laughs> clearly, look, airsoft is my hobby. Fishing isn't. I don't know where they live. Cod, <laughs> not live. Oh, wait, I'm not going to say that. I could. Are you saying I could be right? Don't live in the sea. I'm, they I'm right. <laughs> Take that. Uh, yeah. And welcome to the safe zone. This is a podcast where we chat about fishing <laughs> and everywhere you can get fish. Not everywhere you can't get fish because we or don't know where they fish. are. <laughs> uh, and this week on Blue Planet. <laughs> we observe four, four people in their natural habitat. Who do not understand anything about fishing. <laughs> Here's a cod in the pond outside Calf's back garden. Who invited David Attenborough? Anyway. Uh, And then I think there was, was, did you mention the uh, FN2000? Uh, No, I was going to say, is that in their photo as well? Yeah, that's that's definitely in there. Yeah, Uh, yeah, there you go. And so uh, the FN2000 was, uh, we both got one, right? Uh, Yes. Did we? Yeah, we did. Did you get one? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what happened to it? Uh, I hated it. <laughs> oh. It was. It had a plastic gearbox, and so every time that we fired it on full auto, um, the 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 gearbox was right next to the face. So I just had these plastic fumes like um, seeping out into my eyeballs. And, ah, uh, fair. Yeah, yeah plastic in the eyeballs. Um, however, my FN two thousand is still going, isn't it, Chris? Yes, because I've stolen it. <laughs> well, I mean, stolen. You were you were you were sending it to the gun graveyard, and I was going to rescue it and use it as spares and repairs. And did you? <laughs> and it's still going. <laughs> I've actually re- I rebuilt the gearbox, and it's all actually works. Is it, if it needs a new motor, is it, but is still it goes. still a plastic gearbox or is it um kitted out now? No, it's all it's all metal. It's all metal gearbox inside. I, I think so. Uh, just as a reference, this was a long time ago. So this is back when this was a JLS Star FN two thousand. Yeah. So this is when you bought ChinaSoft, and ChinaSoft really was bad. Whereas now, it's a lot more respectable to yeah. a point. Yeah. And I think back then they these companies companies like JLS Star just sort of built guns with what they had to hand. So if they had plastic, they got plastic. If you had metal, you got metal, and they charged the same price because they were charging pennies on it anyway. So unfortunately, I think you just got a bad one. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, like quality control was non-existent at that point. Um, yeah, but that's really uh, interesting because, uh, like, I, I, do you have um, b- before I move on to my next point, do you have yeah. a story about your first game, or <laughs> is it similar? Um, so I think I've mentioned this before when we've been talking about this, but I don't remember my very first game airsoft. I believe the first time I went was to Urban Assault, which is why I took you there. Because yeah. at the time it was the only site I knew, and I loved the urban environment. I remember the first time, or the, the time I bought my guns. So as we've already mentioned, I spent about £1,000 straight. I did buy TM, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend that to a new player now. But it... Would you not? That's interesting. We'll come on to that well, another time. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's worth chatting about uh, another point, but you know, it's a lot of money to fork out in one go. But it was at the National Airsoft event. That was the time that I picked my guns up from the NAE. They were delivered by Zero One Airsoft to the NAE. And I got them. I went out playing with them the next morning. And it was absolutely fantastic. But it was the first time I'd ever experienced a game of that size. Wait, you actually played at NAE? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, funny that. I think I, uh, I think I just, I think I kitted up, went out, saw contact, and just kind of stood around and chatted some more. <laughs> that... And then, and then it was like, right, 
Yep. And let's just throw, uh, let's just throw sort of a few rounds in the bushes. Yeah, job done. Let's uh, let's go back and drink and eat some more. Great. I mean, and, well, for anyone listening, the uh, NAE or the National Airsoft Event is a weekend event. It's uh, like tons of camping, big festival uh, that happens in August every year. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there so that yeah. everyone knew what we're talking about. Wait, Festival of it's like, Airsoft. It's like the Down yes. Festival of yeah. Airsoft. It is the National... Well, it's not the National Airsoft event anymore, is it? It is the National it's Airsoft the festival. festival. which oh, is really... yeah, true. Yeah, it yeah. changed yeah, from NAF. being NAE to NAF. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. which is... It, it's NAF. not NAF. It's really good. <laughs> I do recommend going. Possibly not your first time, though. I think Agreed. Oh, no, yeah. I when I went, the, we did not have the same numbers we have now. Or we have now, it was a lot smaller. I think there were about eight hundred when I first started, or when I first Which went. Which is still a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the site's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, that's fair. But but like compare it compare it to a normal game of airsoft. Oh where yeah. You've got yeah, maybe yeah. one hundred twenty for mm-hmm. most sites. Yeah. Uh, eight hundred. That's still massive. Yeah. And, and now was... now what's it at? Uh, I think, I can't remember what this year, yeah, over 2,000, I think, this year, what do they get? Oh, no, no, I'm, so, I, I think they got, team, I think. yeah, I, I think they actually got around 3,000 this year. Really? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Two, yeah. 2,800 was, was the last time I think I looked wow. at it. Wow, I see, I didn't, was that when we went, last went? No, 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 that, oh, that was this maybe. year. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to go this year. No, 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 when we last went, was that 2,800? Uh, that, that was 2000, no, uh, that was 2000, just under 400, I think, at that point. Wow. I mean, that's insane, isn't it? Yeah. That, yeah, that well, it just goes to show, just, yeah, it just goes to show how much things have developed over the years. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I think that's the best thing about it, is you can see the development of the sport. Mm-hmm. And yeah, while I can't remember any details, I am still doing Airsoft 14 years after my first game, so something must have been really good to keep you going. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I mean, that's effectively the way you got to look at it, right? Because I was tempted to make a joke and go, clearly didn't leave a good mark. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's, that, that would also be a fair point. But then, yeah, it's 14 years later, I'm still going and you're going, well, and I'm getting other people into it as well. Maybe you're just really stubborn. <laughs> like you had a really bad first <laughs> yeah. time. But, you know, I was, like, to be fair, I still hate it. I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> but... I do question the early mornings, though, sometimes. I agree. I question early mornings yes. every day. Sometimes, but then one, I question them until I get there. And I think that's the, the thing to remember. And for anyone who hasn't tried it yet, think about the social side. And that's a big part of Airsoft, is the mm-hmm. social element. Oh, yeah. 100%. And don't just go, right, I'm turning up to shoot people. It's, it's very much a... I want to have... It's going to sound really cheesy, but I want to make friends. And you do. You yeah. make friends. Mm-hmm. You get to know people, and then you turn up six months later, and they remember you. Oh, yeah. But I think is, I think yeah, after yeah. after so, like so long though, um, a lot of people that that is enough forever. But I also think that that element drops away, um, and I, other people fi- like people find myself included. Uh, I'm sure you know uh, some of you guys have had similar, where actually the interest in the social side, the interest in the actual airsoft itself, kind of dies down a bit. Um, and suddenly the early mornings aren't as valuable uh, or worthwhile, sorry, as uh, they used to be. But you find other value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, no, you know, definitely. Because, I mean, I don't do the... Last year, uh, I did the social side so much more than I've done previously. But now, the like Hannah and I uh, both go to games. It's not social as much as it, as it was mm-hmm. anymore. It's now, it's now work in our minds because we've got so much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that, saying that's a chore. Like we we enjoy creating a, and putting yeah, out content. It's just a job. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we look at it as a job. Um, and and and, but but my point I think here is, there is a social side, but there are so many different facets of airsoft now, and so many mm-hmm. different communities to be part of. Um, for example, like the the online communities, right? That's something that didn't exist in the same way it does now. 10 years ago i mean it, it hardly existed at all 10 years ago when we if we go back i mean there were a couple of forums but facebook wasn't it well airsoft on facebook Fa- well really no facebook existed. facebook didn't exist no true I, you know they things were so different back then for someone just starting out if you didn't know someone in airsoft it was almost impossible to get involved whereas now you can pick it up online you can 
join a community online and they will walk you through it. Yeah. You don't have to know anyone, do you? I mean, I uh, I got into, really got into Airsoft. Yes, you got me into it, but I really started uh, getting the bug from YouTube videos. And that was yes. the first place, uh, first online community that it really kind of started picking up. Uh, and obviously it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger on YouTube and now it's the main source of people's um, discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least arguably. Um, <clears throat> but now, of course, we've got Instagram. You know, and you yeah. guys have started doing Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, so it's completely changed my life over this like, past year. Kind of I mean, we we are but... all on Instagram, so you will be able to catch us all on there. <laughs> Let's plug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Well, it's worth doing, isn't it? <laughs> so, how has your life changed, Chris, since being on Instagram? Oh. It's... <laughs> It's like this. This year has like been on another. Well, I said this year, last year. I should say, it was. It's been on another level. I started the beginning of like January of two thousand eighteen, on the mind of like after many years of talking with uh, George about doing stuff online and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you should do it. You should do it. It's great fun. It's great fun." I was like, "No, no, no. Really socially anxious about meeting people and talking to people." So, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna give it a go. I thought, bugger it. I'm gonna do it this year, and. I was completely. I've met so, spoken to so many people all over the world in this sport, and it's been absolutely amazing. I mean, I went on the chairs off the show in like September. I would have met, went down to the Evo event, met loads so of people. So it's opened there. up opportunities that you wouldn't have had. Oh yeah, completely. It's it's been an absolutely whirlwind this, that year. It's <laughs> I can't even believe it. But yeah, but there's so many. Uh, the community is so welcoming on like social media. Mm-hmm. So, as much as people, I know the Facebook groups can be a bit visceral. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you go on there and ask a question, you will get 600 pictures of gifts and memes, <laughs> before you eventually get to the answer you want. <laughs> but yep. uh, on the inst- I say I say the Instagram community is better, but that's just me being biased because. <laughs> 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 But I find it a lot more enjoyable through mm-hmm. that. Because there's, it's, it's about creating as well as communicating, right? So you get to, you yeah. get to partake in other people's creations in a way that um, also encourage that, encourages people to engage in your stuff. Yeah. How have you found creating uh, posts and, and kind of coming up with uh, different images, different bios, of, you know? I'll be honest, at the beginning, obviously, the first couple of months, I thought, oh, yeah, I had, like, a catalogue of, like, loads of old pictures and that. I thought I could just throw them out, throw them out. And as it, as the months, the weeks got on, I kind of come to a panic of, like, I haven't got anything. I'm going to have to think of new ways. And then I ended up learning new skills. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I've learned, like, Adobe Light, Lightroom. I mean, I used to be a Photoshop guy mm-hmm. at heart, but I found, I found Lightroom now, and it's on another level. But, yeah, as like I say, I find new ways. I've learned photography being just with my phone which is really weird to even think about using photography with my phone um like setting up my own little room and whatnot trying to get take good pictures of my guns and stuff like that for content which uh, you look at it i mean what i'll tell you as a secret i mean one of the pictures i've got is like pictures of my like pistol all broken up into pieces kind of thing and like it's broken down the matter actually i use is actually my son's um car mat upside down <laughs> <laughs> But it's a but it's a bright light room. I've got an IKEA lamp with the lid topped off, so it could have a bright light. And I've used it. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. Just before everyone yeah. starts thinking that Chris is either a great or a terrible father, his son was trying to play with that car mat. He said, "No, I need it for photos." He still hasn't got it. Uh, yeah, he still hasn't got it. <laughs> but yeah, but like I say, it's, it's it, it was a it was a challenge, but. I kind of one of them. I think if you start to stress about it and stuff, then that's where the f- the fun goes away, yeah. and you start to worry. Then, as I suppose, as a content creator, I don't know if you want to call it that yeah. word, See, but you start to. I think if you, you start to lose the fun element, then that's when you're not enjoying yourself yeah. on it. My uh, so I go through phases of being like on on Instagram, you know, like you know, doing all the things that you're supposed to do to get the most engagement, to talk to the most people and whatnot. But now, right now, my life's too busy to, you know, deal with that. And so I haven't posted in like a month. And the last post that I did yeah. post was like, Meh, you know, and I had my Instagram at like a level that I was so happy with. But I've that just... was the image of me, right? Um. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but like the yeah. last the last four posts are a bit like, Meh, you know. But that's you just, notice how you notice how when had. I called her out on it, 
she changed it from the last post to the last four posts. Well, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's right, Hannah. Don't let him bully you. Well, you know, <laughs> no, George... no, but I, I agree. You know, George, uh, like... George looks fine. Uh, George looks, you know, if that if that post went to, you know, on anyone else's Instagram, like, there's nothing wrong with the photo. It's just it would have gone not... on my Instagram, fine. Okay, yeah. so. So just for those of you who haven't checked it out, have a look at Hannah's Instagram after this. Oh, because Jesus. you will then be like, oh, my Lord, this stuff is incredible. It is, isn't it? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. And Everything you... you post up, we're like, oh, that's amazing. And because like, it's, yeah, because it's not just Instagram. And Hannah, Hannah, you haven't really touched on this, uh, but I really think it's important. You're a, uh, you're a photographer by trade, right? Yes, a uh product photographer by trade a portrait fashion fantasy photographer by passion and an airsoft photographer just because that's so cool and if i can squeeze it in so photographer in a wide sense but i have elements that i like really enjoy um and then i have elements that also are the more business side that i also do you know um but anyway uh photography for me and what i love about it the most is creating these worlds that um is is empowering like airsoft is this very empowering controlling like not controlling sorry like you have control you know it's you know the feeling of camaraderie of being like in part of a team and for me photography and airsoft is pulling those elements together with these themes that we already know so well from films we like right. see it through and through and through and it's just about making airsoft that can be uh like from the outside look very um silly like so Child childish right? yeah childish yeah yeah it's, to... it's, it's it's you know fully grown people dressing up as yeah, soldiers playing, like playing with toy shooting guns plastic, yeah shooting plastic uh, at each other. so it's taking it's taking what i feel when i am in SF mode all kitted up and feeling you know i i seem to like switch and then just feel like a action woman from a film yeah <laughs> yeah, so, yeah i get that so it's taking that feeling that i feel from airsoft and being able to put that on other people through photography well they probably already feel it but they may not be able to portray it and show it uh, yeah, and 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 you capture that really, really well. You know, uh, some of the shots that you do are um, absolutely incredible, and they're, you know, some of the times they are set up to look that way. But even even the shots that are kind of from from in games and you know just people playing, um, you capture that that kind of really, uh, I want to say like gritty, you know, fe <laughs> feeling that people because because it is like it's it's like playing action hero, right? Yeah, um, yeah. For that moment. When somebody's playing airsoft, they feel like they are an action hero in their own film. Until they get hit and walk away. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, of course. And it's just about um, capturing that moment. And almost it's like photography is very interesting in the way that it freezes time. Like you have that feeling and that moment and that photo freezes that, shows it for however long you want to look at it for. You know, um, uh, sorry, I'm going into like concepts about photography <laughs> <laughs> i think that's really important though because it's giving people a chance to then go back and like like george you were mentioning earlier with the photo of us at our first game together yeah yeah because you can you remember how like uh it's weirdly i find it less comfortable doing that kind of photo now but then we were super proud we were like sorry yeah mate can you can you come and just can you just take this photo for us because we wanted to document the fact that we were there. I've got several from our uh, our previous first or our first few years out um, going out. Um, so we will also go over a couple of others. My my little brother came came with us once. Do you remember that? Uh, I think I do. I don't think I've got any pictures of it, but I do I've got I've got event. a photo of that because every, like we got into the habit back then of taking a photo with everyone that went with us yes yeah team um, photo and mm -hmm. it's for this exact reason you know mm -hmm. it's it's like people do love to look back yeah mm. and feel I, what they mm. felt then yeah i think that's the thing with the with the, with 
photos and with photography, you don't you're not just capturing that moment, but you are capturing feelings. As the well. essence. Yeah. I think is the yeah. the word. And, uh, Yes, I think you. I think you're probably right there, Hannah. All right. Sorry. As, as a professional. No. Yeah, but, yeah. but but, but right. having having said all of this, Joe, you don't do much of of this Instagram stuff yet, do you? You're kind of coming into it. I I yeah, I do a little. I do bits and pieces. I I'm quite keen on making sure that mine isn't purely airsoft. I know Chris is very very good at it, and I think this is something that's going to water it down a little bit because. There is going to be other stuff on there, but I think it's really important that people see me, and I think Instagram is one of the best ways to do that. Yeah. I initially, when I'd heard about Instagram, because bear in mind, I've, you know, some of us have been around so long, we remember when this wasn't a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're old. Wait, it wasn't yeah, a right. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instagram has not been around that long. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um. But I remember thinking, oh, it's just another Facebook. But really, it's not. And Instagram, because of how photography-focused it is, you get a very different aspect of people. And I think that's really, really good. And particularly when it comes to Airsoft, you see very quickly, you see the sort of people that do it for fun and the people that really don't. Mm-hmm. And you can see who really enjoys Airsoft. I think that's something that, again, going back to your photos and you see people enjoying airsoft for airsoft Mm -hmm. i don't think i've seen a photo that you've done that hasn't made me think that person really loves what they're doing both from your side and the subject side but then that's being that's uh part of being a photographer like i don't want to inflict uh what i want to do on something on someone that doesn't want to do it like that just takes all the fun out of it for me you know so there's a very much um photographer subject relationship and like you turn up like i just you know i'm not gonna ask someone that doesn't play us off to be like hey uh can i just put you in loads of guns and you know because they'll feel (laughs) alienated by it like someone that's never picked up a gun you can tell that they've never picked it up and it just looks odd you you can see that a lot i think you see that well day to day we watch we all watch films yeah Um, yeah i'm sure we all watch enjoy watching a decent action film from time to time and you can always tell straight off the people who've never held a gun before in their life yeah. because they don't do it right. They always look a little bit awkward about it and you can tell they're not really enjoying it. Yeah. Whereas Airsoft, we clearly enjoy yeah. it. And um, uh, what was I going to say? The thing about being on Jiraga Airsoft is, for me, um, is now turning what I love to do in photography now into moving image and you know like so photography i've done for like 10 years i just i think it's a new challenge but i also want to make sure that the video in like airsoft airsoft videos for me i find uh quite um i find it hard to stay engaged because it doesn't they don't they breeze over the visuals they breeze over the visuals for the tech about the guns i want I like the look of guns. That really excites me. And I like people using guns. That really excites me. Show me it. It's and show the, me uh, it nicely. See it more. Yeah. It's the yeah. it's the idea of it's the idea of taking what you do as a photographer, right? And making that moment uh, look and feel the same and applying that to video work, right? Yes. And um it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take a lot of practice, uh to get it to where I want it to be. But yeah. it's fun being out on site with a camera people are interested in what you're filming they they often want to be in what you're filming which is often not what i need (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah it's and being the person to capture their moments for them is a whole nother relationship over Mm -hmm. just being their team player fair yeah Yeah. definitely that's and that's interesting from my perspective because so um Obviously, YouTube was my way into Airsoft uh, at the beginning, but then that led me into YouTube as a as a platform, and that then led me into a career. So I now, I, you know, I for everyone that doesn't know, um, I haven't made content on my channel for a while because uh, I do it as a job. I do it as a career. I I make video and digital content for um, a big broadcaster uh, in the UK. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to avoid. Oh, yeah? I'm going to avoid naming names because I don't want to be uh, held accountable for anything that I say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I do that as a career, and I've I've done that uh, professionally for um, five five to seven years between that that kind of time frame. Um, and so because I do that, I've I've not been able to kind of apply the same level of of care to the YouTube channel. So Hannah coming on for me is super exciting because you know here's someone that is an incredible photographer uh who wants to kind of go into to video work video is my ground right that's that's where i'm able to kind of help and develop people's skill sets in um i and i love that aspect so that's getting me reinvigorated to making content again because i'm now working with someone that that looks at um airsoft and goes that's a really cool subject let's make some really cool content uh based around that and and like we've talked to i don't know if we talked to you you chris and joe about this yet uh, but our kind of whole um concept of the style of our videos is dramatically changing um we're kind of we're we're making some uh partnerships with some local sites uh we're finding that gameplay during games actual game days um is really difficult for the style that we want to do the kind of the attention to detail with the, mm -hmm. the shots that we need without getting shot <laughs> without getting shot but also just in in terms of like you turn up to a game day you're there to play right that's yeah. the first well, you're paying for it most yeah. of the time yeah. obviously mm -hmm. you want to yeah want to play and so but not only that you're then also if you don't play you're impacting on other people's mm -hmm. experiences what we're doing is we're separating the two and uh, we're now having completely isolated um, product reviews and uh, completely isolated uh, drills. And we're going much more down the kind of the shooter route um, okay. and making that look really good. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do uh, just regular airsoft days, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to just make sure that we play airsoft for the love of airsoft. Fair. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. That's, yeah, what, I think yeah. that's important. Yeah, and, but, but, we, but separating those two for us was a, like, a, that was a, a thing yeah. that actually, a, a conclusion that we came to by trying to do the, the level that we want to get to um, at normal game days. And it's just not, it's not achievable in, you know, there's so much to do in a game day if you're trying to make YouTube content as well. Mm -hmm. Instagram content is slightly different. And this is why I like Instagram now, because you get the same level of, kind of uh, engagement and creativity mm -hmm. you get to socialize you get all of the good elements of youtube but you're able to do that on a um on a much more regular basis because it's it doesn't take doesn't take three scale. days to do one yeah. thing yeah smaller scale with the same outcome if yeah. that makes sense outcome me outcome meaning like the reach the feedback the the community whatnot. yeah yeah Okay, so to pull us back a little bit onto um, sort of how we got started, um, we've heard a lot um, from Hannah, from George about what keeps you in airsoft now, I suppose, yep. why why you still do it and why you've now got this new appreciation for it. Uh, but Chris, what keeps you in airsoft now? What keeps you wanting to do it? And what is the really exciting bit for you? Community, really. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I'm a... I'm obviously I'm a parent. I'm obviously, I constantly work, and obviously, I've got a child to look after. So I don't get to do the whole going out every weekend, going to the games. I like because as much as I'd love to, obviously, I mean, every weekend I see people going to games. I'm like, oh man, if only, if only I, I could just go. But it's one of them. It's like the people you meet, the people you speak to. Even I could, I could spend months, even like half a year, miss Airsoft, go to the next site, and it'd be just like you've not never been never been away and that's what i think is amazing about it and i think that's what always keeps me going and i mean don't get wrong i mean looking at all the gucci kit and loadouts and stuff like that is cool i mean at the end of the day i mean i'm a video gamer at heart but i don't get to video game as much now so for obvious reasons so i kind of looking for other al alternatives and obviously airsoft's been a great one and i mean obviously myself and being with george and yourselves and all that has been it's great. So it's like it's a little community of people. So yeah, I'd say the community is the main reason. And what made what made it. you guys want to do for for those of you that don't know? Um, I 
I basically have the YouTube channel, which is now being shared with Hannah, and now um, Joe and Chris are going to be um, doing the podcast. This is theirs. This is their project. What made you guys want to do this? Oh, no, that's a question. George though. offered us a large sum of money, undisclosed. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't really get the lawyers onto you. That's supposed to be uh, top secret. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, oh, they're dear. getting paid? <laughs> That's why it's supposed to be top secret. Uh, no, I think to be fair, the thing that really made me want to do this, I we've I know we've talked about this for a long time between like you, me and Chris George. We've mentioned it for a while, haven't we? We've said yeah, we want to do something. Yeah. And then we've like for like every like weekender and stuff <laughs> like we all sat around about we'd really love to just like stick a camera in here and just film us now talking like this all the time. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we keep saying, Oh, maybe we should do a video together. We should all get on a sofa, have a chat and it's like we never have the time because obviously well, both me and Joe live in the Midlands and obviously George is down beyond the Watford gap. So <laughs> but practically and another country. Practically. It's practically another country. Yeah, a better country. But, where, the t- you know. where the tax is high and the poverty is low. <laughs> Actually, I have to agree with you. <laughs> uh, You're but, not yeah, then, and then George sort of approached us uh, a couple of months back and went, do you guys actually want to do this? And I mean, I think it was a fairly easy decision for both of us. I, I'm going to speak for both of us on that one. <laughs> Chris, feel free to step in if you think it wasn't. Um I went kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell. Um, and we sort of went, yeah, we actually, we really want to be involved here. So, and this is where the safe zones come from. Well, you so, can. You sorry, can thank, guys, you're stuck with us. You can, you can thank Hannah for that, actually. Uh, oh wow. Well. Yeah. Thanks, no Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. Because, Any day. <laughs> because actually, uh, I'd, I'd looked at doing kind of uh, an apprenticeship, right, for Jiraga Airsoft. I wanted to help yes. someone develop. I remember um, you talking about this before you did it as well. Yeah, and you cool. rejected me five times. I, I mean, for the, for the reasons that you talked about today, like you're, know. you're a parent, <laughs> your priorities are there. I, uh, I, I was looking to kind of work with someone to develop their skills as much as possible. Um, now, I don't, Hannah's not an apprentice um, by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but we were, we were, she came around for, for, for tea one evening. Um, for tea? Just hop for in for tea. For tea. <laughs> and this is what they do south of the Watford Gap. Just hop in for tea. <laughs> With the matata. <laughs> anyway, uh, she popped it, popped in for for dinner. Oh, there you go. Uh, and you know, and we we started talking. And um, whose idea was it? Was it Hannah? I I said, have you found an apprentice? And George was like, mm, no, no one's close enough. No one's really, like, who is close enough, like, who is interested, lives too far away. I was like, George, uh, you're looking at one. Yeah, I'm right, I'm, <laughs> I'm right here. And George was like, no, full stop. Come on, George. Well, it's because you wanted to be a you wanted to be a photographer. I wanted I like, to right, be. You're trying to you're trying to no. I, all right, you still do clearly. <laughs> Wait, uh, I but, I am a photographer. Uh, you were at that point. You were like, <laughs> I want to be paid more more for my work, and I was like, I get that. So, guys, this is the say so first. I'm not saying yes. Team's breaking up. That's it. Uh, but it took it took uh, a genuine three hour conversation um, to kind of convince me it was a good idea to for her because because hannah's i don't know if you guys know this hannah's doing three days a week on gerard yep. right it's good i'm surprised you can put up with them for three days a week yeah so am i <laughs> i just plug uh, my plug my headphones in and just drown him out with some uh rock music it's wise ah there you go good yeah. choice nah. that's a good choice <laughs> but like she's working three days a week that's more than i work on it uh and have worked on it for a better part of two years so i felt um really precious about you know not wasting that time so just what we're getting from this is george didn't want to put any of the effort in but wanted someone else to do it for you yeah that's it well yeah got it yeah. Cool. Yeah. all right cool just just so we've got that on paper that's cool. and then and then uh her convincing me to let her do all the work uh then made me go oh well we could do, i could do a podcast and not do any of the work let's get <laughs> let's get that worked out <laughs> So wait, we're just carrying you, then. <laughs> guys. It's all right. Uh... The, ne- the next, the next one is a. This is a Joe and Chris podcast. <laughs> it was. So, yeah. Welcome to the unsafe zone where we've kicked out one of the members. 
It was it was more of right. We're getting this Gerard Russell thing back up and running. What other avenues can we take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. and actually, I I love I loved talking to you guys, and you know, you you highlighted that we have these conversations every time we see each other, but we don't see each other enough for me to kind of really get that. So this gives me an opportunity just to have a chat with you guys, you know, and and like do the do the social thing that that you know we we all talk about and all love. Yeah, and I think that's for those of you who are listening, the all one of you. Um, <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah. man. laughs> it's really it's, good to have you. <laughs> yeah, you've you probably realised that we are just chatting because I think that that shows that brings everything across really nicely. We all have these experiences. We all have stuff to draw on, but you get things in a conversation you don't get with things like an interview. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, I and think. don't get me to, don't don't get us wrong. Interviews are great. Um, yes, it, like every, we, we do love it, and the make, every interview make format. Yeah, every interview format is is a good format. We just wanted to do something mm. for us as much as for everyone else. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to chat. Yeah, yeah, and drag people along to listen. It's just a good excuse to sit in George's living room, staring at all the stuff he has on his shelves, yeah. while I sit in my office staring <laughs> at the gun wall. <laughs> I mean, uh, while I sit in my desk looking at my computer screen. <laughs> yeah, you, look at well, that. Are you just I'm looking pretty... at the time ticking, Joe? I mean, I, I do have... I'm basically getting a tan. I do have three screens. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the next one, uh, we are in the same room again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, yeah. we're, vis- we're visiting, and therefore, Chris... Me and you might have to share a microphone, bud. Hello. Ah, <laughs> so, Joe, if because this is a conversation, right? It is. Where can where can everyone else get in touch with us? Awesome. Yeah, that's a really good question. You can reach us through our Facebook page, or look out for our comments on the UKS of community groups on Facebook. Alternatively, if you want to speak to us directly, you can reach us individually on Instagram. You've got Chris. Carmen.airsoft. George. Mine is Juraga underscore airsoft. Uh, Hannah. You can find me at the airsoft photographer. And I am G.I. Joski. That is all for today, guys. And we will see you next time in the safe zone. Bye. Bye. Cheerio. See ya.